0: Hello and welcome to the Collecting Heroes podcast. I'm your host JD, the collector of collectors, and this is the podcast where I interview pop culture collectors from around the world. And today I'm very happy to be talking about this collection and about this fandom with my next guest, sort of going uh, to a place where my podcast has never gone before. Uh, So, to say, so to speak, that I'd like to introduce my next guest from LA. Her name is Liz, and she is a Star Trek collector. Thank you for being on the show.
1: Thank you for having me. Thank you very much.
0: (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, As I said, uh, it's probably one of the worst segues I've done as well. So, uh, (laughs) I apologize to anyone listening. Uh, uh, (laughs) um, And also to anyone listening, if you do actually hear any outside noise, there is construction happening. Uh, across the corner from my place, so unfortunately there may be some excess noise. So I do um, apologise to anyone, but otherwise let's get into the show. As I said, thank you very much for joining me today. I'm really excited to talk about this because most people know that listening to the podcast that I'm a Batman fan, and you know I just discussed that, and you can see in, in the background. Um, but what people don't know is that uh, I guess not so secretly now uh, i'm also quite a bit of a trekkie or have been over the years as well uh, uh, very much a trek fan but for you and this is where i always start with all my guests you're a star trek collector yeah. but you also say on your instagram page that you are a lifelong fan um so yes. tell me a little bit about where did your uh, your journey as a star trek fan start how did you become a fan it was it family that were already fans or you as a child discovered it
1: um I was pretty young I'm I just I had an older brother who started watching TNG and um I just kind of would sneak in around the time it would come on and poke my head and see what it was what it was and it caught my attention and kind of from there it just evolved into into like a, a love for the stories and the characters and yeah I just kind of followed it as the iterations, the new iterations that we've been, I've been, yeah, ever since.
0: So you started with The Next Generation. Yeah, Um, Next Gen
1: was my first. Yeah,
0: and was that as the episodes were coming out or was it during like reruns?
1: Uh, During reruns.
0: Okay.
1: okay. Yeah, as in syndication. So
0: Now, obviously, we're we're pretty blessed in terms of how much uh, Star Trek that we actually (laughs) watch. What was your journey with the different... Uh, series behind that, because obviously you've got the next generation, which is 160 plus episodes written mm-hmm. for seven seasons. Um, and then you've got the subsequent things that come up. Is there anyone that stands out particularly from you? Are you still a huge, the next generation fan? Is that where your love lies or did you have another series that came out afterwards that sort of took your heart?
1: Well, um, next gen I watched, um, up until it's end run and then, um, As a young adult i kind of didn't watch like the the newer shows it wasn't until like after college that i got into it again and i started watching um uh enterprise Mm -hmm. and then uh as i got older i decided to go back and watch every single episode of every show up to that point so ds9 enterprise again tng again from the beginning and then um the last one i actually watched was voyager i hadn't seen voyager this was several years ago and uh i just i, I was blown away i like i love all of them i yeah. mean i can't even tell you like which is my favorite but i mean <laughs> tng still holds a special place in my heart but but yeah just like everything
0: that was gonna I, be my next question i guess was is, is, do you have a favorite like exactly um like yeah. uh, out of those those ones that you've just watched but I actually, for me, my favorite would have to be Voyager. Uh, I'm a huge Voyager fan and Voyager was one of the ones that actually, that was where I actually, where I, I came to to love mm-hmm. Star Trek was watching that with a friend of mine who unfortunately passed away when, when we were young. Um, he was 24, his name was Kevin. Uh, and he, when I was first living out of home, lived in the in the apartment next door to me um and we used to hang out and i remember i was at his place one day and he was watching the episode of voyager and uh so i just sort of sat down and and with him and just watched it i was bored doing something you no know, nothing to do that day and i was like actually this is this is kind of cool i didn't mind this you know and i'd always like i'd always thought of it as the old um the old series like with captain kirk the 1966 original series um, I'd always thought it was, you know, a bit nerdy, a bit geeky. And that would me. you know, I was just coming out of my teenage years at this point. So I was like, ah, uh, you know, this is actually kind of fun. I'll, I'll watch another episode with you. And then I watched another episode and then another episode. And then next thing you know, I was hooked, completely hooked. And uh, so, yeah, Voyage is definitely my favourite series because it's got that, you know, that place in my heart that, um, yeah. you know, watching it with Kevin as well and, and having that that attachment to him so your brother is he still a star trek fan is that something that
1: um yeah but he's more of a casual fan actually um he's actually the one who i inherit like started i inherited his action figure collection when i was younger nice because he was like "Eh, he's over it it's like he's not a real trekkie i I make fun of him sometimes (laughs) (laughs) like you're not true Trekkie, no. but uh yeah that's where i started actually he gave me a lot of his his stuff and his trading cards and the early figures. So that's uh, well, that was the springboard.
0: Well, exactly. I mean, that's a great segue because obviously I need to talk to you about your, your collection. This is a collecting podcast. Um, so when was that roughly that he got, he, you got the, the, the hand-me-down action figures and everything. So how long ago was that and how long have you been collecting um, for
1: since? I've, that was probably like 20 years ago. Um, probably been collecting now regularly about 15 years Okay. because it's just started with like a few little things that i kept but i had a friend who was also a collector and she uh she had a lot of uh just a lot of really fun stuff and her family were big trekkies and so that's where i got the bug was kind of to go out and start searching for things but i didn't really get to do it until after after college and i was starting to make my own money and i was able to go out and oh, you know, cool. toy hunting
0: that and I guess space, right? Like if you're going to college, like if you're, exactly. if you're living in a dorm or wherever you were where at the time, you may not have had the space to have a college. Yeah.
1: And moving a lot around. So I didn't, didn't have to pack a bunch of stuff. So yeah. it wasn't until I made roots somewhere that I really started getting a lot. Yeah.
0: And is there something that stands out to you with, I I've noticed that you have a lot of the action figures. Um, I think that the Mego, figures and mm-hmm. things as well um is there something that stands out with action figures that when you say it you're like i have to have this as part of my collection
1: um well i'm a big packaging nerd like the early stuff the early amigo it's just really great packaging really eye-catching so that's why I, I gravitate towards but i even the playmates the early playmate stuff had a really cool packaging the with the ships yeah so yeah i i'm like really that catches my eye first before anything but i'm a big um fan of like the tos you know aesthetic that the colors and everything i actually just recently on my trip um i went to the uh original set over in ticonderoga new york
0: oh yeah so
1: yeah so that was amazing because the colors were just like you see them on television it was amazing so i was just geeking out big time over there
0: that's an amazing like experience obviously to be able to see that in person i'm sure i've always wanted when i was growing up um you know after i became a fan i was like oh well, maybe one day i'll have like an office or something and i might set it up to look like a captain's quarter <laughs> or something like that and i've sort of abandoned that because now with the more of the batman aesthetic and aesthetic and having the having the bat cave it wouldn't really probably fit and, and also you know that was kind of a bit of a a fantasy if I had had a lot of money with, you know, a large, large house. Um, so you got to pick and choose your battles there. But I'd, I'd always loved that aesthetic and just the clean lines and, and exactly, yeah. like you said, the colours, the mm-hmm. lighting, all of that um, from designs and, and even seeing them now on the new shows, uh, how they vary um, from, from show to show, like the aesthetic and how it's changed and evolved as well. Yeah. It's really, really cool to see. Is there something in your collection that's a favourite item that stands out as well?
1: um i can't really pick a favorite but i do like to kind of cord color coordinate my my collection i don't know if you've noticed yeah <laughs> i did say that actually it is actually it goes from like tos to um D- discovery it has a little section now which is awesome then um then it goes into tng ds9 voyager and then i'd have like the film side from their tos films you know yeah so yeah it, it kind of is like color coded sort of in a way but it's also um yeah it's hard to it's hard to figure like to to think of something that I, um, but like spock is my favorite character oh cool uh, from from yeah probably spock Definitely, and so there's a lot of him everywhere. He he touches all the bases on the, in my room. <laughs> so I was actually going to
0: say because I I'd, I'd thought of a couple sort of rapid fire questions to maybe ask you um, later. I usually do a quiz sometimes. I okay. I thought about doing a quiz, but I'm, it's all right. I I don't have a quiz for you today. But I had, <laughs> thought instead of a quiz, maybe doing something a little bit more rapid fire. But so I'll ask you one of the questions early now, um, and that was. Who is your, like, what's your favorite version of Spock? Uh, like, who's your favorite actor to play Spock?
1: Um, definitely Leonard
0: Nimoy. Leonard Nimoy? Yeah. And if you if you had to rank the others after that, where, where would you put them?
1: Oh, gosh. Well... Put you on spot here. I think Zachary Quinto, or Quinto, how you pronounce his name? <laughs> yeah. He's done a great job. Yeah, from the Kelvinverse. I think he was great. And Ethan Peck is doing a fantastic job. Oh, I, we still need to see a little bit more of him, but you know, see how he develops it. But I think he's doing great. I think they're all, they've all been pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. 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 Agreed. I, I, um, I was a bit, uh, worried at first when they brought him in at discovery, I'm like, how is he gonna, how is he gonna stand up against yeah. the other actors that have played it? But you're right. Uh, Ethan Peck has done a really fantastic job on discovery.
1: Yeah, he has I'm really excited to see how he develops it.
0: And also, so you, you became a huge fan like, well, you started obviously as a child through the next generation, your favorite character is Spock, who is from the original series. Um, do you have a favorite vehicle or ship?
1: Oh gosh. Um, probably have to be the diamond select TOS enterprise. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. They really did a great job on that one it's got all the sound effects and it's just beautifully designed and yeah that one's up there
0: and is there is there a grail item as far as ships that you would (laughs) like to have in your collection as well
1: um ships no i don't think so but like grail item probably like the migo the 1970s migo um playset <laughs> oh, the, to Gamma. <laughs> is,
0: that, is that the one? That the 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 playset of the um I'm blanking on the word now.
1: The bridge.
0: The bridge, of course. Yes. Is that? I, what I have about? that one. Oh, you've got that I one. I have that.
1: Yeah, that one. That one's definitely up there in the holy grail space so, in my shelf.
0: <laughs> so, but there's a different playset. Yeah, for...
1: it's a different one. Yeah, pretty much trying to find as much of the early seventies Migos stuff as possible. That's my mission in life right now.
0: (laughs) And, and when you are searching out, do you go through eBay? Do you have certain forums or other collectors that you speak to as well?
1: I like to do the footwork. I actually have like some favorite stores that I've found quite a lot of stuff. in. um, they're either here in California I travel, you know, to Arizona, in particular, they have great stores out there. Nice. Um, yeah, so I like to do the legwork and and eBay, of course, but sometimes these smaller retailers have just these little pockets of goodies that you know come away with some really great stuff.
0: Which which stores would you recommend uh for people if if they're in those areas?
1: Well, in Arizona and Phoenix, there's the collector's warehouse, which is probably one of my favorites, and then there's um here in LA, in Orange County, actually, there's a little shop called Kelly's Toy Store. Okay. And that one was a lot of fun. She had a lot of really cool nostalgic Star Trek stuff and a lot of everything. She has so much stuff in this tiny little shop.
0: So that And, and so fun. the owner is a bit of a, a Trekkie themselves as well?
1: I don't know about that, but they definitely have a lot of stuff and they know how to display it and how to, you know, entice <laughs> <Get out. laughs> that's for sure i have come away spending quite a lot of money from that store so, yeah
0: that's that's really cool i actually went to um la i mentioned to you back in 2018 and uh there was i, I can't even remember the name of the the place now but it was um magnolia boulevard in burbank oh I,
1: blast from the past
0: that's the one that's the one oh, I, I love did.
1: that one too that's a yeah. good
0: one so i actually did go in there and i remember they had a really cool section with a lot of star trek Mm -hmm. stuff looking at in there i didn't pick anything up um but i just remember because i I was only there because my my partner she actually had a couple of pin-up like dress manufacturers that were on that street
1: and so Mm -hmm. she wanted
0: to specifically go there and buy these dresses because trying to import them to australia would cost an arm and a leg so she's like we're here i'll just buy a few dresses and." thousand or so dollars later and after (laughs) the suitcase um you know she she was very successful in her mission but I was walking around while she was doing this just exploring different places I found a place I think it was I think it was called black cat comics um that was on that street um which was a little tiny uh it was a newer store at the time and yeah and also blast from the past which I I went Mm. in and, and had a look around and they had some fantastic stuff I did pick up actually from that store I did pick up a matchbox um, set of uh, Batmobiles. Uh, oh, awesome. Yeah, which was the uh, the Tumblr from The Dark Knight. So it was like a, like a sort of like a limited edition matchbox set, which I picked up as well. And uh, had to try and get that home safely in, in the suitcase <laughs> because it was also in the packaging. Yeah. So you, obviously you've got these places that you search them out. Um, is there something that you've seen that you haven't picked up that you're like i wish i'd gone and got that and you went back and it was gone later
1: ah actually that you know that just happened recently and i'm trying to remember what it was because i was really kicking myself but yeah no that has happened a lot and i i think by now i've learned my lesson that i should just bite the bullet and get it even though, yeah. <laughs> even if it leaves me like eating you know beans and rice for a few weeks but <laughs> <laughs>
0: but <laughs> As long as you yeah. can still eat, right? Like and <laughs> rice is fine. As long as, as long as you can still eat, and as long as your kids can still eat, you're good. Yeah,
1: who needs food when you can get an awesome Star Trek collectible? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, what do your kids think? Cause you mentioned you've got children. What do your kids think of the collection? Do they watch Star Trek with you as well? Are they, Are they become little fans? Uh,
1: well, they they know the, the episodes, they know the shows cause I watch them constantly and they're even you know oh you're watching this one again (laughs) but um they they have their own collections you know uh, video games and like nostalgic my my old son he's very nostalgic so he collects a lot of like tron and you know nintendo stuff even though he's way way too young to even know anything about that but he's
0: He's got an old soul, so. Oh, nice. (laughs) They're
1: collectors in their own right. (laughs) I do
0: love Tron. I do love Tron as well. For anyone who might not be sort of aware, uh, obviously maybe aware of what Star Trek is, but maybe not as much of the fandom, a lot of people refer to fans as either Trekkies or Trekkers. Do you know what the difference is but is there a difference between the two <laughs> you know honestly
1: i i don't know but from just from the time i started you know referring to myself as a fan like a true true fan i yeah. just always call myself a trekkie i don't know if it has to do with the era that you started watching but yeah yeah, I wish I could answer that question. <laughs> I really don't
0: know. <laughs> Cause I've always sort of wondered that. I'm sure I'm sure if I could just Google it and find the answer. But um but yeah, I know I've 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 heard people say trekkers or trekkies. Yeah. I say trekkie and, as well. That's something like yeah. I I'm afraid to offend somebody. I don't want to say the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't need no no, nobody needs to be offended. At the end of the day, like they're all fans of the same thing. I'm exactly. sure. Right? Like, exactly. It's just mm-hmm. Same versions of the same thing. You said you've got your favorite character is spock do you have a favorite captain
1: oh boy <laughs> um gosh they're so great just in their for their own reasons i mean uh well picard was my first captain but you know i love cisco and because he was so just so commanding i don't know he was some yeah. he was so awesome but now getting to know janeway And now in the new iteration, seeing her again is so exciting, you know, seeing her in Prodigy and she's just so awesome. I can watch her like every day. She's amazing. Yeah, no, I I can't really pick one. I wish I could (laughs) I wish I could. And and I probably I mean, even Kirk, I it was campy when I was watching TOS for the first time (laughs) years ago, but I just I love him too. I grown to just love all of them so much. So I guess
0: that yeah. just speaks to how wonderful and how diverse, you know, the different series and the different exactly. iterations of, of Star Trek have been. So you have the different series. You've got the original series, as I mentioned, from 1966, um, and then that was cancelled after three seasons. Uh, mm-hmm. And then... 20 years later, because the fandom was so big, like for this show that had been canceled, you then have the next generation comes in in the Mm eighties. And then during the nineties, you have Deep Space Nine and Voyager, which we have discussed. And and I absolutely love those, those series. And then, you know, all through the different series now up to Discovery and Strange New Worlds. Um, even the, the, uh, Lower Decks, have you been watching Lower Decks?
1: Oh yes, definitely. (laughs) that I, is a riot yeah
0: absolutely i love it and i love because it doesn't take itself too serious like you know it's a co- comic series or sorry a, a cartoon series that essentially is just poking fun almost yeah at, you know mm-hmm. some of the things it's, but
1: lovingly lovingly. But lovingly of course yeah it's
0: 100 lovingly and and yeah. i i enjoy it so much because as someone who's watched so much Star Trek over the years, you, you get all the references. You're like, oh, exactly. yeah, yeah. But they've yeah. also, I think, set it up in a way that even someone who may not be, you know, a lifelong or, you know, like a long-term fan can still sort of pick up on a lot of the jokes and things and, yeah. as
1: well. Yeah. That makes it amazing. Such
0: a great show. Yeah. Yeah. We, we also spoke about, you said you went and you looked at the, uh, the exhibition recently where you got to actually see, in person mm-hmm. where it looked like almost to be on a ship. Um, yeah. we, we mentioned earlier before we started recording about conventions and you said that you'd been to a number of the San Diego comic cons as well. Do
1: mm-hmm. you tend to,
0: when you were going there, did you tend to meet up with a lot of other star Trek fans and, and did, did, did you cosplay? Do you, what, what, were, what was your <laughs> involvement when you were going to these conventions?
1: Well, um, honestly, I didn't really, uh, go for fun like i'd wanted to i would go for work i would go i had to work boots oh but um interesting yeah i worked for a company called her universe and um they do a lot of like pop culture clothing and so that was a lot of fun yeah yeah so i used to work there and i was very immersed in that whole you know the whole um but she did a lot of star wars and that's okay you know that's fine too i love star wars too but um I was actually able to be a part of their fiftieth anniversary um, collection that they produced, which was awesome because I got to design like a lot of stuff for that. And then that was the year that the, my last year at Comic Con, because um, I got a little bit of burnout. <laughs> Comic Cons are very like overwhelming if you've never been to a convention.
0: Yeah, that's probably not
1: probably not the one you want to go to, or maybe it is if you want to just completely immerse yourself. But <laughs> uh- they I, are a lot of
0: fun. I'll just do the Cliff Notes version um, for people who may not have listened to the podcast before, but anyone who has knows the story that I, I had Comic-Con tickets uh, for 2020 and unfortunately wasn't able to go. So I I look forward to being a part of that <laughs> anarchy one day. But I've been part of the versions here in Australia where they have uh, a touring show called uh, Supernova, which is a, a convention that, also gets like tens of thousands of people into it. Oh, okay. Not quite the same size, but, um, <laughs> but I, I definitely I, I love that vibe and um, and going and being around all the different fandoms. But that's really cool that you got to to, um, to work it. Did that mean when you would go there, would you get there early and and walk around to the booths and get to see things like without the anarchy of all the crowds around you?
1: Yeah. And that was probably the best part of it. There's a lot of behind the scenes of everyone setting up and actually getting to breathe and walk slowly, you know, before all the chaos, (laughs) before they let the gates down, (laughs) so (laughs) that was fun. Good memories.
0: And do you have any specific items that you've picked up at those Comic-Cons as well that, that special to you like the memories are special as well
1: um no because i i didn't really have a lot of time for shopping but um i just loved seeing all the costumes yeah. like i'm not i'm not a big cosplayer i i did cosplay to ticonderoga for the set tour which was fun because we had a photographer follow us around and take pictures of us as we were in all the rooms but um i'm a, i'm kind of a big like, introvert so being a cosplayer is not <laughs> my cup of tea but uh that's fair enough I, I love watching people i love people watching at those cons it's the best
0: well um, i'm also have to be thankful then as a big introvert that you're here talking to me today like, <laughs> you know? but yeah. it, obviously you know you're here talking with someone who also loves star trek and i'm sure you don't need to feel introverted when you're talking about you love it enough,
1: <laughs> no <right>? it's probably <laughs> the only time i can't get me to shut up
0: so <laughs> <laughs> And you actually mentioned earlier that you'd never been to a Star Trek convention, but you were thinking about going to one in the future.
1: Yeah. I'm really planning for, um, May of next year, which will be mission Seattle. But I mean, I, I would really love to go to Las Vegas cause it's not too far from me. So hopefully when things settle down. I'll be able yeah.
0: To go. yeah. Well, that's actually, I was talking to my girlfriend about this the other day and, and I said to her, um, you know, I mentioned that in the early days before I even really knew what San Diego Comic-Con or before it be- became as big as it has over the last decade or more, um, when I'd first gotten into Star Trek, that was the first convention I really had heard of was that Las Vegas convention. And that was this big Mecca for Star Trek fans to go there and gather for yeah. cosplaying. And then they would have you know, all these different panels and signings and everything as well. Uh, and I, I'd always thought that I'd love to go and do that. And then eventually that turned into, I would love to go to San Diego Comic-Con because of all the different fandoms that I'm a part of, including Star Wars, like you mentioned as well. I'm a yeah. huge fan of that as well. It's funny actually when we th- thinking about that, how some people are either Star Wars or Star Trek. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I I can't remember how the saying goes, but there's the, the El Taco girl when she says, why can't we have both? (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like that whenever anyone's like, Oh, you have to be Star Trek, or you have to be Star Wars fans. No, there's like, we live in the golden age of, of, of fandom, you know, and and, like the geeks inherited the earth essentially (laughs) and pop culture is spread out. Um, so I think we're very, very blessed in, in having that. Mm-hmm. Is there actually is there another fandom that you have outside of Star Trek that you collect any items of?
1: I do actually. I collect a lot of Thor and uh oh, cool. Loki uh, figures and you know memorabilia. So but I haven't had a, been able to put that together in like in a room. But uh, yeah, I have a lot of that too. So hopefully someday I can display that
0: i'm a big lego fan myself did you see the lego um hammer the Mjolnir? yes yeah
1: i did i just recently saw that it was really amazing and i'm if it wasn't for all the i don't know if you're familiar with the xo6 figures that are coming out the star trek ones no they're the one six scale figures okay very expensive so if it wasn't for those i would probably had meal near right now. <laughs> but i was spending so much money on those XO6 figures cuz they're so awesome. Yeah. Their their sculpts are amazing.
0: I actually have on my phone and I maybe I'll have to send it to you later. Um I've saved a uh from a, a, another Lego page that I follow on Instagram. They actually had like these little micro builds. I love micro builds, you know, and and the miniature Lego builds. Uh And they actually had like a, almost like a micro build of Nyoner that you can make. It's like a little desk version that you can make, um, (laughs) if, if you've got the pieces. So maybe I'll, I'll send that over to you Yeah, and and then you can maybe get the pieces. There's a place called, um, Bricklink where you can buy, um, Lego, it's like a, it's like market, like eBay for Lego pieces. And you can order the pieces and maybe make your own little (laughs) small version for a a fraction of the price. Yeah, show that to me,
1: that'd be awesome, that'd be awesome.
0: I did, I, there was another question I actually had for you uh, before we wrap up. And that is that you mentioned being a Niners center fielder. <laughs> Can you tell me a bit more about that?
1: Um, um, I'm a big baseball fan. So um, that's probably one of my favorite DS9 episodes uh when they go into the holodeck and play baseball um, (laughs) take me out to the hollow suite so yeah um i just put that on there because i'm a huge baseball fan and that one just makes my day every time i see that and i always wanted to be part of that team i want to be a niner so bad
0: (laughs) do you do you play baseball in your spare time at all
1: um i play catch and i go to batting cages but i just love watching it and you a know, huge fan of like the New York Mets. And so, um, yeah, I have the jersey, the Niners jersey. i sometimes I wear it to the games and <laughs> people yeah. are like, what are you wearing? <laughs> That's not the team, but anyway, yeah. It's just for fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that. I love that crossover. And in fact, the, um, the holosuite is one of those wow. items that I I was thinking about, because I was thinking about different things, and as I mentioned, I was going to do a bit of a a rapid fire with you, um, but I've sort of asked you a couple of questions already. There was one of the questions that I had, and that was because we've had so many different parts of technology that have, you know, flip phones and uh, tablets and laptops, all that sort of stuff that have sort of already appeared in the earlier versions of Star Trek, and now we have in reality. Uh, For me, the Holosuite, is one of those items that if I could have one piece of tech from star Trek uh <laughs> in, in today uh it would be a holosuite do you have an, an item of tech that if you could make one thing a reality what would it be
1: definitely the transporter
0: the transporter I will, yeah
1: I just want to be wherever I want to be
0: <laughs> that's a good <laughs> answer <of> an actually <laughs> it, 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 it's hard to I, I know I say holosuite is one of the ones that I would choose but it I mean that's a. That's a damn good answer. And um, obviously, you know, I mean,
1: I mentioned to you, I was so jet lagged that <laughs> I'd never want to get on another airplane again, if I could help it, but transporter would be really great right about now.
0: <laughs> I, I think the only thing is like trying to convince people to have their particles split apart and then reanimated <laughs> into, an, into another place. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Get over it. Yeah. <laughs> you want to get from A to B a lot quicker. Just
0: <laughs> yeah, get on yeah. that pad. <laughs> and uh, if you could, and another quick, uh, quick, if you could visit anywhere in the Star Trek universe, where would you visit? Mm. Gosh. I
1: don't know. Maybe Vulcan, <laughs> although it's probably hot
0: there, so I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. I never really thought about that before. I have to give that some thought.
0: <laughs> and, and the last of my rapid fire questions. Um, if you could be anything other than a human from the Star Trek universe, what mm. would you be? Ooh,
1: maybe an Andorian? A cool blue skin? Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> That's silly. <laughs> well, I've had a lot of fun talking about this. I, I absolutely love Star Trek, as I said. And it, it really holds a special place in my heart because, as I mentioned, my, my friend um, Kevin, mm-hmm. who's no longer with us, and, and I'd like to dedicate this uh, this episode to him um, because I know he would be loving me having having this conversation with another Star Trek fan. And I'm going to get emotional, so I won't talk anymore more about that. Um, awesome. And he actually to to remember like my friends that back there. I actually have an item. Here, which i'm going to show to you and and i'll describe to people listening to the podcast i have a franklin mint and it's getting caught up in the cord from my microphone Hang on a second. i have a franklin mint and i think you may even have oh, yeah.
1: this item oh, mm-hmm.
0: but, but this is the encounter at far point um franklin mint uh uh what it was diorama called? Biorama, that's the one yes yeah. um which actually has the character Q and the enterprise. Um, and I love that encounter of far point, a lot of fantastic way to open up a whole, a whole series with the, the trial of the human race by an omnipotent mm. being. <laughs> um, but I have that where, and I actually purchased this from, uh, back in the nineties when John Delancey actually came out and was touring Australia. And yeah. when I purchased this, it was at, it was at the Franklin Mint store, and he was actually doing signings at the store. And so I've actually got the uh, the certificate of authenticity for this actually signed by him as well. That's
1: awesome.
0: And that's uh, so
1: awesome.
0: So that's actually uh, you know takes pride of place in in my collection. That's something I don't imagine myself getting rid of anytime soon. Oh no, definitely not. <laughs> 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 but do you have actually? Well. Before we wrap up, one last question. Do you have anyone that you've met or any any signings that you've been to for any anyone from the Star Trek universe?
1: I haven't. And that's another reason why I'm really dying to go to a convention. So and and I just meant I had the opportunity to go to Star Trek Day here in LA, but that was happened to be the same week I was out of town and I missed it. I would have been in the same room as Sir Patrick. (laughs) but uh you know there'll be other opportunities i'm sure i'm definitely gonna go to seattle for a mission and and las vegas next year for sure
0: is there is there one specific i mean most people may say william shatner but it could be someone else is there one specific person if you could meet one of your star trek heroes in person like uh, mm. as far well as the actors go uh,
1: i'd probably really love to meet brent spiner or um
0: uh data that's right yeah. yeah and
1: jonathan freaks pretty much everyone from tng <laughs> i'd love to meet kate mulgrew <laughs> i'd love to meet her for sure but yeah i'd be so happy i i probably would not even be able to speak if i saw them in person <laughs> i would say something embarrassing and then never leave
0: my house again so. <laughs> oh they say never meet your heroes right but i i think right. i think you know that some of these people they're probably really nice in person i'm sure yeah i'm sure i'm sure <laughs> well look, I, I i'm gonna wrap this up there is so much more we could talk about um with star trek you know through, through the years uh, the way that it, it's affected pop culture the way that it affected science fiction the way it's affected science reality like we were talking about you know things like the flip phone and etc cetera, etc cetera.
1: Mm-hmm. um
0: the way it's it even just spoke to different cultures of people uh you know people of color having representing them on tv the original series having the first interracial kiss on television all that you know it, it's really just it's a massive part of pop culture I guess. so i had to have a star trek collector on so i'm thankful <laughs> it could be you and thank you for spending the time talking to me thank um thank you so much before i let you go i always have people uh plug social so that people can go and find your collection as well as you know if they were to come through the podcast so where can they find you
1: uh, i'm at my little trekkie t-r-e-k-k-i-v-e-r-s-e on instagram
0: perfect yes i definitely yeah. say go and have a look at liz's collection it's a great collection color-coded as we said as well <laughs> <laughs> But I, I love it, actually. I love um, also that you use a lot of glass cabinetry um, to display, which I think is really nice as well. I'm so used to even myself having Billy bookcases. I think Ikea is probably the
1: collector's resource.
0: Exactly. It's good to see something that's not in a B- Billy bookcase. So um, Yeah, I love it. Thank you for being on the show. And uh, I guess with that, I'll say live long and prosper. (laughs) Live long and prosper. Thank you. If you liked the episode, please consider following or subscribing wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also join me on Instagram at Collecting Heroes, where you can see photos of the collections of the people that I'm talking to, as well as some of my own.